Everybody. Welcome back to the Colt Classic Podcast. Cameron Jones here along with my co-host, Mark Nussel, Jordan Jones. That was a long one. Well, that you was know, a long one. I was watching my levels to see what that did, and I think I'll be okay. <laughs> uh, we wanted to keep it easy for us. We know what the next three movies are going to be, and we're kicking it off with the 1985 film, Back to the Future. California teen Marty McFly is thrown back in the 1950s after an experiment by an eccentric scientist friend, Doc Brown, goes awry. Traveling through time in a modified DeLorean, Marty encounters young versions of his parents and must make sure that they fall in love or he'll cease to exist. It's the classic 80s sci-fi, Back to the Future. 1.21 gigawatts! Starring Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Leah Thompson, Crispin Glover and James Tolkien. It's a classic time travel movie of trying not to bone your mom. It's got product placement up the ass. Where we're going, we don't need roads. He's a peeping Tom. Back to the future. Okie dokie, Back to the Future, directed by Robert Zemeckis. I believe is how you say that. Should Zemeckis? have quite the list of, of films. Throw it at me. Could yeah, he be. does. Uh, a lot of Tom Hanks films. Forrest Gump, Castaway, and The Polar Express. Um, also did Who Framed Roger Rabbit and uh, da, 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 What Lies Beneath. Oh. oh. Her- ah. Adeline. She Lies Beneath. Adeline. Harrison Ford movie. It's actually a good movie. Check it out. Never seen it. But I just know, uh, I know seen, the Adeline quote. You've seen quote. parodies from it in Scary Movie too. with, I think she's starting to suspect something. Who? Your wife. That Your line wife. is from okay. Up Lies Beneath. That's it. That's oh. That I would put in the category of seemed real suspenseful and scary at the time, but I also was 12 when I saw it. So it's probably it doesn't probably hold up in the true, same way. True, true. Uh, also, um, right, I should mention uh, writer uh, Bob Gale to the story. I think, he didn't is direct it, is it a, a lot. Is it a co-writer thing? I feel like there's a two. Yeah, it's, it's a co-writer, and I, th- I think just with Zemeckis. Zemeckis. No? And I believe it. they, they have stated many times uh, they will not be rebooting this while those two are alive. They will not l- give up the rights and let it happen. Good. But I've also yeah, I've heard Michael like, J. Collectively? Fox say he could see a reboot happening and just do a gender flip. Well, you could do any reboot, but you can't recreate this. Well, I mean, is it going to be set in the 80s? Anyway, I digress. Robert Zemeckis, <laughs> decent director. Way to hook on to Tom Hanks. Not a bad career choice. Yep, Not a bad career choice. Hook on to him in the mid-90s? Sure. Not a Why bad choice. Not? Onto the cast, Marty McFly, Michael J. Fox. Very recognizable voice. Family ties during the time. Favorite animated, Atlantis, the Disney movie. That's my favorite from him. That is not my favorite animated movie, but it is the best one to make into a live action. Mm. It sounds like Michael J. Fox. I've been saying that for a while. Made an appearance on Scrubs for a while there. He's Michael J. Fox, you know. He made a little comeback with Spin City. Oh, yeah, Spin City. Not too bad. Obviously, Teen Teen Wolf. Wolf. A couple voice works. Stuart Little. We'll probably do Teen Wolf at some point. Chance from uh, Homeward Bound. Not a tear left in my eye from that one. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, my God. I couldn't. I could. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lose fans. If fans, I'm gonna lose us listeners. I don't like that movie that much. What? Uh oh. You don't have a Mark heart. You're not a dog person. Not a cat person. Okay. I'm. Not, <laughs> you, Do, Doc. I'm. Uh, Doc Brown played by Christopher Lloyd. 
Who framed Roger Rabbit, Jordan, Again, one of his Zemeckis. all-times. No, another connection there. There's a Mechus. Uh, Clue, go uh, back and see our episode of Clue. Just watch it this week, funny enough. Go back and listen to our angels in the outfield. They're, They're always, always watching. watching. <laughs> Can't believe that movie. Did we, we did that, We've right? never done that. How have we never done <laughs> We've never that? done Angels in the Outfield? No, we did. We've done Rookie of the rookie Year. Rookie of the Year. Go and see our Rookie of the Year. The Page, the page Master. I, I loved him in The Page Master as a kid. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I forgot who's in The Page Master. Yep. He also plays Doc Brown again in uh, 100 Ways to Die in the West or 1,000. Yeah, he's kind of just, it's right, yeah, just Christopher little... Lloyd. Is, is just his, that's just his character's. Uh, Leah Thompson, sure, but plays I like it. L- Lorraine. Red Dawn is what I'm looking at here. What else do I know her for? for oh, Red. She's in Red Dawn. Maybe not a main. Yeah, like but I think it's like side character. Okay. She's one of the four, but the lesser ones, I think. Okay. Crispin Glover plays uh, George McFly, the dad. You know from that rap movie, Will Will for Will uh, Willard. Willard. There it is. You know He's what I, I actually like? <laughs> in, an embarrassing uh, watch that I. Uh, uh, had as a kid was um, like Mike. He's like the I don't know. He's, he's like the he's in like Mike. Yeah, he's like the owner of the, the orphanage. Or he's like the bad guy. Yeah, he's like the owner of the foster um, kids. Yeah, yeah, that checks. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Tom Wilson plays Biff. Funny comedian. He uh, check out his work on what was that Bo Burnham show where like Zach Stone will be famous or something. He played yeah. the dad then. He was actually pretty funny. He's a, he's a stand up though. Check him out. He's funny. Mr. Strickland, we just did Top Gun, uh, plays plays the principal or the whatever he, headmaster he usually at the plays school. James Tolkien, that kind of role. He's mad oh, at yeah. our protagonist. <laughs> That's what he does. Don't fire unless fired upon. There, there's some sneaky. There's there's Courtney Gaines plays. Uh, I think one of the. Courtney Gaines plays the guy that's about to dance with. Um, Mind if I cut L- in? Lorraine, yeah, oh, it's like, can I cut in? And she almost away. ruins it. Uh, can't forget Billy he- Zane is in this movie. He is part of Biff's gang. He makes a bigger appearance in two when he gets a line or two in there. If you're wondering, mm-hmm. did we just do back to back Billy Zane movies? Yeah, and now we're gonna do back to back to back Billy back Zane movies. Yeah, and you are, you, right. are you wondering? Are we gonna cap that off with Memphis Bell? Probably not. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. We'll we'll touch on maybe some other characters that come in the later movies in the franchise. We'll maybe quickly brush through this in the next ones, but we'll move on for now. Let's move on to unverified. Welcome to the Cold Classics Movie Phone. It's July 3rd, 1985, and currently in theaters, you could have seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Eh? Yeah, Pee-wee. European Vacation. Sure. The Black Cauldron, the Disney movie I don't know that well. Oh, yeah, nobody remembers that. George A. Ramiro's Day of the Dead. The Man with One Red Shoe, that Tom Hanks movie. Mad Max, Beyond Thunder Road. And a bunch of titles I didn't really recognize, so I didn't think it was worth my time. But you chose Back to the Future. Can I just add, The Black Cauldron. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. I don't it, remember it, it, that movie. I, re- it, I remember yeah, the name. Here's what happens with that movie. When you see that, you're like, wait a second. This isn't Sword in the Stone? Or wait a second. This that's what I was, I was like, wait, that's the one yeah, with the sword, the right? It's not, no, it's not the Sword no, in the Stone. It's no, confusing. There is a sword in it. If, if it it feels like it's like lost footage of those two movies. And like, can we make a whole movie out of this? Oh, there's like, like three, right. there's three witches. There's a dog. There's a frog. Yeah. Uh, so as okay. of 2010, uh, Michael J. Fox said that he is still called McFly constantly on the street. Uh, the craziest one being uh, 
In the eastern Himalayas, a group of Buddhist monks passed him, and one stopped and said, Oh, Marty McFly. <laughs> would it make you feel better if they just saw it now? They're like, oh, we just got a copy of it. See, awesome. it would be a- we got on laser discs, though. Uh, just the Huey Lewis cameo. I didn't realize, like, realize that until kind of today, that that was Huey Lewis um, oh, at yeah? the band like auditions. The one who stood that up was and was one like, of "This those is too loud." Jones. Every time you're watching the movie, she'd oh. have to be like, "That's Huey Lewis." In the in yeah, the I didn't have a Denise uh, in my life, so there, never got that. Oh, yes, you did. I that's true. Um, the, I yeah, didn't yeah. know who Huey Lewis true. was before this movie, for sure. No. And I don't know if I know what he looks like after this movie, but I'm like, "That's Huey Similar. Lewis." Well, yeah, you know. Uh, just to keep your hopes up out there, this script was rejected 44 times before it was finally greenlit. That's a lot. Cameron, a lot of keep, the band, a lot of keep the band thing going, you know? Why not? <laughs> we can do it. Uh, Jordan, do you have box office ones on this? Oh, no, I wasn't ready for that. But I, it is. I, it was the top grossing release of 1985, which is surprising. Give me one second. Uh, so we talked about there never being any probably sequel in the future, but Christopher Lloyd has stated that he always wanted to do one more in which Marty and Doc go back to ancient Rome. Do we have another story in us? I don't know. No, not not now. I'm no. sorry. Would I'm we sorry. have then? Um, yeah, but it wouldn't have been that one. Marty, I'm back. It turns out life on this steam train sucks. We c- okay, we had a July third, July third release date, 1985. Mm-hmm. Budget 19 mil, made a cool 388 million dollars. Not too shabby. Those were the days, money right? back. Call that a profit. <laughs> yeah. We've had this for a few of our movies, but in December of 2007, it was selected by the United States Library of Congress for preservation in the National Film Registry for being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Hmm. So it's significant. I don't. Yeah, yeah. You know that's up there. That in culturally day significant classics. Movie. Yeah. That like time capsule we um, sent out on the Voyager with like a bunch of like just nature sounds and whale sounds <laughs> and like Beethoven music and the Beatles. Like we should have put this on there in a VHS of Back, Back to, to the, the Future. future. Hell this movie yeah. should be on the like AFI Top 100 in the remake, but they left off a lot of things. You know what they didn't leave off? Tootsie. Come <laughs> at me. That movie should not be on the Top 100. Anyway, um, you know what else came out in 1985? And you're going to be surprised. What, you? I was surprised myself. No, I came out in 1986. Got it. Uh, late in 86. But Teen Wolf also came out in 1985. Big year. Oh, what a banger of a oh, year. not the same month. Gotcha. No, it wasn't the same month, but it was like, I think months uh, apart, apart. Uh, if you give me a second. Plus, he was doing Family Ties, killing it, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, the year, year of the Fox. Year of the, <laughs> writers Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis uh, received a fan letter from John DeLorean um, thanking them for immortalizing his car. I kind of delved into John DeLorean and his time with, like, he was with, he was with GMC <laughs> for a bit this guy's fun. and like wanted to like I think there's a few different do his own thing documentaries on Netflix. Oh, is there? That'd be interesting. It's kind of interesting. He just like wanted yeah, to there do his own thing and kind of didn't work out. But well, one of the biggest things um, the downfall was they were transporting like cocaine, right? Yeah, there's something um, really illegal that he was doing that he got busted uh, for. Back to Teen Wolf, just real quick. Sure. August twenty third, nineteen eighty five release date. Just like a month later. Oh. Four million dollar budget made a cool. 80 mil at the box office. Not a bad year for Michael nice. J. Fox. Uh, also for you, DeLoreans are still being built today in Texas using old stock and reproduction parts. Uh, the new models come with a fake uh, flux capacitor, which, of course, is just decoration. Oh, yeah. They, I, they, um, they made body kits like back after the, the film was released just to like uh, for DeLoreans at the time make to make it, it look a, like the, the time machine or whatever. That's pretty fun. Yeah, that's pretty I'd fun. throw it on there, wouldn't you? <laughs> the big ass. Um, I did see one DeLorean. 
I did see one DeLorean in the wild like five years ago in Boston, and I took a picture. I'm like, I've never seen a DeLorean out in the wild. It was not driving. Times- They're notoriously known for being one of the most um, like finicky, unreliable cars ever made. Uh, and it was parked. Well, there's also the, I feel the like Chicago- when I do see Sorry. a DeLorean, it's a it's a mock Back to the Future DeLorean. I feel like it is a prop more than you I guys have been into the the Chicago um, cafe coffee shop, the the wormhole. That's kind of what that's what they're ba- like. There's literally a uh, DeLorean time machine inside. Is there? Yeah. Oh I yeah, I, I have been. been yeah, yeah, I have been there. You're right. You're right. If you are wondering, I did look this up because I was curious. Um, does a bolt of lightning is that 1.21 gigawatts? Yes, it is. It was accurate. Or gigawatts, oh. if you will. Yeah. Uh, also, I did look into the gigawatt gigawatt. Uh, we used to we changed the pronunciation. It used to be a gigawatt, but we switched to the soft G gigawatt, and that is well, what we currently. Use. I don't know about you, but I'm not getting giggy with it. <laughs> well, you know, we might in 20 years. We might. I think Will to a Smith had it game. right. Uh, also, just fun fact: Michael J. Fox did not have to learn to skateboard for this film. He actually said this role and him growing up were very similar. He used to skate around. He wanted to be a musician. He was trying to pick up girls, and that was, you know, very close to Marty McFly. Uh, but they did have a stunt yeah, I was, person I was about for say, some yeah. of it, because obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, obvi- I mean, obviously, some of the car sh- skitch and shit he couldn't. But if you look, some of it is him grabbing onto the cars and stuff. Jordan, you've been to film school. Did you come across this? Uh, Southern California's film school of writing classes uses the screenplay screenplay from Back to the Future as their model for the perfect screenplay. Uh, no, I had a weird teacher be like, "It's from hell." I'm like, I think you really like from hell, but we shouldn't like teach it. The Johnny yeah, Johnny Depp, Depp, from, Depp from, hell? from hell. Yeah, that's who my huh. screenwriting one teacher is like. This is the perfect script. I'm like, do they even check your curriculum? Why are we doing this? I wonder. Okay. I do like from hell, but I don't think it's like necessarily a good movie. And I like Back to well, the Future, the script, but I don't know I guess if it's like flawless. the perfect screenplay. Apparently yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's use. Huh. Uh, this film was banned in mainland China for a while because of the notion of time travel. Uh, the notion of time travel dis- disrespects history. Uh, the ban has since lifted, but initially on the theatrical release, they wouldn't show it. Well, they're fucking lost. So, has everyone been on the Universal Backlot tour? Yes. So we've seen the the clock tower and we've seen the square. Did mm-hmm. you know that as of 2011, that Hill Valley clock tower has been set on fire three different times on accident? You mean just in the black, like the back lot, or just caught on, caught yeah, on fire? Yeah, it's caught on fire. Uh, the first one happened shortly after finishing part two. Uh, all the original surrounding buildings burned down to the ground. The second fire was in 1994. Uh, it almost destroyed the structure. And then in 2008, a fire destroyed the nearby King Kong ride set. That's why that one is gone. And it also scorched some of the tower as well. So it's been, Man, it's been part it's three, been through it's it. been through the fires, ringer. But it's still still there. Still there today, I think. So when, when we were talking about Christopher Glover's movies, I really don't know all that many. But I do know that he showed up on The Letterman Show and he had one of those real iconic TV moments where he just... I don't know if it was stage, like performance arts, or he really freaked out. But YouTube, it, it's to worth a watch. She seems like such a weird dude. Oh, it's, it, it's, it's so weird. It's well, so to weird. give that a little context, during filming, Crispin Glover would appear to be so nervous uh, because he was a starting actor that he would be speechless and he would be, un- be able, he would be unable to speak. So he had to do ADR for a lot of his stuff where he was just on set mouthing out his lines. Hey, you, get your damn hands well, off. Well, I mean, his work in Bill Bow Wow, like Mike, is, I mean, astounding. He's clearly made leaps and bounds in those... Ten short years. <laughs> <laughs> so famously, Michael J. Fox had always been the first choice to play Marty McFly, 
but he was busy uh, doing family ties. And at the time, uh, Meredith Baxter was pregnant. So they were heavily leaning on him to kind of film a lot of the material while she was out. So the show's producers would not let him go. And they ended up starting filming Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz. Uh, He famously took the film not as a comedy, but a method actor. Uh, Many people, when he was finally let go, didn't even know his name was Eric. They thought his name was Marty. Uh, because he re- refuses to get out of character. Uh, the point is, he, he didn't end up meshing well with people. I know Biff has a beef with him about a scene they f- did together. Biff has beef. Let's not. B- I mean. Biff has beef. But uh, they ended up being able to get Michael J. Fox. He would have to go straight after filming from Family Ties, and he would just sleep in the car ride, usually only getting like five hours of sleep a night, and he would go straight into doing night shots for Back to the Future, and then they would do the daytime shots during the weekend so he could get it all out. That's pretty much it. So they ended up firing Stolze midway through production, having to re-film so half the movie. They did film six weeks, uh, and that was probably, you know, like, a, you know, not quite half the movie. But uh, what a baller move. I wonder how often that pays off. You're like, we got it. This is just not working. He must Let's have pulled just, the plug. He was either that bad or he was just that much of an asshole to work with, you know? Okay, so I've definitely heard this before, and I think this is one of the most um, unverified, unknown, you know, fun facts about the movie. I, I, I took it from another point of view. What if you uh, were another actor on that movie and they're like, you can just get fired just like that? <laughs> they fired the main guy. Like, Billy Zane's like really snapping in the background. He's like, you know what I mean? I just feel like you'd have your P's and Q's on, or if I was, uh, I don't know, anybody else, like Chris from Glover, I'm sure he's like, oh, no. Uh, famously, I think they did bring in Biff to tell him the news, and he ended up crying because they thought he thought he was being let go, and they let him know they were getting rid of Stoltz, and he was like, oh, thank God, it wasn't working out. <laughs> but if you want to know some films that Eric Stoltz did watch or work in, stay Memphis tuned Bell. to our Memphis Bell episode. He's great. And uh, maybe our Anaconda episode. He's a guy that has to get, Oh yeah. He's got the straw on the neck. Yeah, check We're out. We're definitely Anaconda quality movie podcast. I could see us getting there. <laughs> oh yeah, we could probably step into it right now. Let's let's talk about uh <laughs> on that note, let's move it on to uh, questions, <laughs> comments, animosities. I just have to say off the bat, I always think this, and he's he would die from that speaker blowing at the beginning. When Marty plugs into that giant speaker and turns it up to 11, not only would that it explode- launched across the room. Yeah, if it locks you in the air, you're, you're never hearing again. That much is for sure. I'm going to piggyback mm-hmm. off this. Pretty rude thing to do. Yeah. To, to yeah. Dock. Just yeah. blew out a speaker. Uh, may- I don't know may- what the end game was with that speaker. Maybe even on his note, like, hey, like, j- just, you might get killed at the end. And also, yeah, your speaker, I kind of fucked that up, too. Sorry, oh, dude. Oh, yeah, it's wicked blown. And I'm going to delve into the opening mm-hmm. credits because uh, I hadn't seen it for a while. And, and, and we're watching with the eye of this podcast. One, I love this era of movie making. You got this. You got Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, I believe, uh, To too. some extent, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, uh, a little bit of Ghostbusters. They love it. They love inventors just trying to... Get your morning done without gremlins. The this is a very you know, gremlins bathroom buddy type of situation. They should get together. <laughs> True. Just yeah, do I pickles. Just a question: the beginning um, clock experiment that he, that they talk about. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever sets twenty five minutes back. Is that a time travel thing, or is that him Doc just being kind of insane? No, I have read into it. It's supposed to be because like there is one clock that's on time, and the, and the rest uh, are off. So it seems like he was already doing some sort of experiments. 
Got it. Got uh, it. Yeah, I was guess, curious about that yeah, at that, the end. Like I've never really paid attention to that, but that is like an Easter egg that it that is meant to be caught. I n- I actually never thought of that. I'm just like, oh, Doc in his crazy house <laughs> or garage, whatever. Do you want a little uh, character animosity? I have. We all know that Marty McFly is a goddamn sure. slacker, right? That's just. But what slacker wakes up before school? Goes to somebody's house and skateboards to school and almost gets Hey, I got drugs, but you got to meet me in the parking lot at one in the morning. That kind of guy, Jordan. <laughs> a lot of people would do that. <laughs> but he's not a slacker for lack of waking no, he's up just not a school. He's, he's just not a, a great student. That doesn't mean he's not a good guy or a smart guy or a good musician or an okay skateboarder. On that same thing with the, sla- with the slacker, like once he finally gets to school late, Mr. Strickland spots him and says like, oh... Your dad was a slacker too when he went to school. Here, a couple things. I don't think that nerdy guy was really that much of a slacker. No, he was a tryhard. He was a nerd. Yeah, tryhard. And then B, what what was that? Thirty years ago? How old is Mister Strickland? <laughs> yeah, Jesus, this guy. Ever How old is there? he? He's ninety years old. We, yeah, he has to be in his eighties by now. We we would run into people. Maybe Cameron didn't have. Yeah, it, I actually had the same we, teacher as my dad. We, yeah. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Mr. Schultz. It was his first year teaching, and it was my last year for his teaching, which is... 30 years, though, and he was still balding. And I'm just I'm just saying... He has a good skin right maybe, now. Maybe your dad had, like, a nice, young, fresh out of college, you know, student-teacher type of situation. He's the same. But same. you'll find that he's misusing slacker across the board. Um, I think he should have been like, you're a yeah, dipshit, shit. your dad yeah, he was a dipshit. Like, you're an asshole, like, your dad right. was an asshole, you're an yeah. asshole. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> he was a little bit better of a student, but I can see a family of assholes. <laughs> like, you know, so you guys are all assholes. Your mom, smoke show. But you, My, my first main question, <laughs> animosity with the actual movie is, what is Marty McFly doing with Doc Brown? Like, I get that they have, like, a time loop now, but something had to start that at some point where that old man and this young, cool skateboarding rocker team would, just had a friendship. Why? why? Somebody skateboards in the Cameron, double pine tree uh, a parking lot, and somebody does experiments. I don't the, know. It's don't the ask. last question I have on my list. So after the movie, I'm like... So he knows Doc because he has to know Doc? Is it the paradox yeah, we have thing? have a paradox, like, but at some point, both of them made a conscious choice in some reality to be like, we should probably be best hold friends. Hold on, though. Let's talk through this, and maybe I'm wrong here. It checks to me. No no relation. They aren't neighbors in any way. It's just that some, somehow they ended up bonding. Maybe it's just like, hey, I'm working on audio equipment. I can see you're into that, kid. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was a guitar thing. There is a big plot hole there. It's just weird. Like, what? How do? How do they start? No, I no. think the I mo- think Cameron, on Reddit that's explained. Starts, the movie starts, and if you don't get the exposition, you don't get the exposition. They're I'm friends. fine with the exposition. That's I get it. their friends. I'm just deal saying, with it. Why? <laughs> Here's what's even more weird. Of course, we're we're gonna have fun with this. Um, the principal's like, he's still hanging out with that crazy old scientist. People know their friends, yeah, know. Cameron. There's no secret. Everybody's like, yeah. It's like if I was like, I'm real good friends with. You know, he used to work for NASA and stuff. <laughs> Can't Cameron. Hold on. We're not gonna dox his name, but we had a crazy guy in town who would have come yeah. all the football games. Yeah, everybody would kind of be kind of friends with the like guy. Me hanging out. Maybe with we stumbled him. down That's to his I'm invention saying. shop. Get ready to bleep out my recasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to name his name. Um, okay, uh, we'll go on to that. I don't know why they're friends. Does it make sense? Hell no, it doesn't. Um, do you want to hear my first real sure. animosity? I absolutely hate the size of Marty's guitar. It really pisses me off. I hate that the guitar first, all so that damn much. That he's the messing around one. with it, the credits, gotcha. That like ukulele looking guitar. so much. Yeah. 
Hate it, it so be- much. Hate it as a kid. Hate it now hate as a thirty-six-year-old. Don't like it's it. It's like at a all. travel. It's like a travel thing. Like maybe it's yeah. portable. I don't. I know. think he. It's I think small. he auditioned. I think he auditioned with no, it though, right? No, he, he didn't. Had he had a real didn't. guitar by that point. Okay. He had like an Ibanez. It was a cool Ibanez, actually. I was. I was uh, and, animosity off okay, of that cool. though. I do hate every fictionalized movie, pr- like portrayal of someone as an aspiring musician. It's either they're a burnout and it's like Dylan from uh, Modern Family, or it's like we just need the one shot, that one show at the high school to make everything happen. It's never the case. That's all. Just hate it. Oh yeah, like Marty's. I guess I kind of forget this, but he wants to be like a rock star, right? Mm-hmm. Like a famous person. He wants to be a writer like his dad, just a different kind. Actually, I did. I did cringe a little bit came to that same point when just like just send the tape into the record company and like like not sort of just generalized record company that will just sign you and make you. Yeah, rich I'm going to make one of these movies and then I'm going to have it like all you have to do is play a shit ton of shows at small venues where no one cares, and then eventually, and then the times change and now you have to become a TikToker. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you didn't get famous fast enough, kid. Keep keep going. What else do you guys get? Also, what else just you comment got? his. School in present day is pretty trashy for just like a small town, like a suburban California. The whole town is a trashy town. Hill Valley is a trashy town. No, his pre- his present present day is just all oh, yeah. The whole thing is just that's what I mean. The yeah, whole time pre- the, the like porno theaters and like graffiti everywhere for a small town. That like what is this like the the like the uh, Pottersville? Yeah, it, it's well. I think well, it, it can I get worse. So. We all know it can get worse. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I do want to say that this movie does have like the most product placement of anything I've lot. ever seen. They had like Miller Lite, Bud Light. They had Toys R Us, J.C. Penney's. Man, they get like an NFL type commercial. That is all over the Hill Valley Mall. <laughs> Couldn't. I mean, I almost want to go to shop at J.C. Penney's now. They got a Texaco. They got Pepsi. They got Pepsi Free. All over the goddamn place. It's crazy. Obviously, the DeLorean. If that's not a commercial for something, true. what is? Very true. I was I was reading this is kind of super unverified, but why they used um, Pepsi instead of Coke is because uh, the Coke branding hadn't changed since the fifties. Oh, it just and oh, and Pepsi kind, kind of, of like their logos had changed so much, it kind of like enhanced the product placement. Same with like Texaco instead of that makes sense. Uh, whatever BP or whatever would it would have been. Um, so that was kind of also the uh, sole reason oh, they chose the DeLorean was because they wanted something that would have the side door so it would look like a spacecraft that would make sense for a future. What do they call those suicide doors? No, or bu- suicide no, or they open suicide doors. I forget what they, they open up like this. Yeah, I forget what those ones are called. They open like this, and then those are butterfly doors. Ah, yeah, that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, just comment butterfly remote control DeLorean's cool enough. Marty's right to be like, holy shit, did you hook up a remote control to that car? I would have been done there. Let's whip some shitties in the parking lot. Um, I, I thought that whole scene, and I, and I've thought about this for a robot chicken, and maybe they've done it. They're just setting themselves up to run. Yeah, themselves if Doc's over. wrong, they're getting hit by a car in a parking lot at 88 miles <laughs> well, per hour. No one knows said, they're there. Stand to the side. Well, except for those terrorists. On the first, on the phone number, on the or on the phone call, he says it's his first time trying the experiment. How Doc's <laughs> insane. Something minor worked or in drunk. my house with some clocks and shit, but I think I'm ready to stand on the in front of the train and just you know. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I um. Here's here's some funny things that I never picked up on. I totally missed. At the beginning, when uh, Marty's in Doc's uh, shed mm-hmm. or whatever. In the background, the news is on, and they're like, oh, somebody the, stole yeah, the plutonium. Yeah, like, uranium story. I never noticed that before. And then... Um, How do you think they acquired the plutonium? You just accepted that as a child? The, oh, that, well, that's where yeah. they've got that. I, I don't think I was paying attention to the plot until we get to okay. 1950, or like right before that. So yeah, it all checked for me. <laughs> 
Okay, what do you what do you think of this? Because comment this story is all cute and fun, but Doc Brown is working with terrorists and like stealing plutonium. I want to see that prequel yeah, of young him. Rick and Morty like going in with a laser gun and getting that plutonium. Well, the question is, how did he meet these Libyan terrorists? That's what I'm talking about. I want to see that pre-story. What? Yeah, I guess the meeting, but they wanted him to make a bomb or something. And yeah, like he's in some deep waters. Well, he- and yeah. they're not the only ones looking for him. Uh, this is going to be a long cat and mouse. Thing. Okay, we're going to fast forward to the end of the movie. He does avoid getting murdered, right? But his problems with the Libyans don't. Well, go yeah, away. and they just like flip the van like fifty yards away. They're within earshot. Like they're coming over. They're crawling yeah. out. And- I guess the good thing is though that Doc still has a time machine. He's like, oh, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. And once the Libyans catch wind that Doc killed a couple of their mercenaries, like this is yeah, bad. it's heating up. Extra it's only heating up from there. And it's only and then the up. news the next day. What we didn't catch in Back to the Future too is like local crash of random like terrorist Libyans found in Hill Valley. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Do you want to hear real animosity? I found out in this movie. You could not even with the um, uh, mall parking lot empty. No car's getting no. to 88 miles per hour in that limited space. That actually really pissed me off. Yeah. And this. also, well, oh, also Paul, like a Paul, like a Paul Blart situation. That guy's going to love to call the cops in on, on whatever. Oh, Lawrence with oh, Donies yeah. in the fucking parking lot. Also, uh, I know it's like a fun, like comic look, but you can't crash into a barn at 88 miles per hour into, Hey, you're going to, you're going to die. You can't, there's That's a couple it. crashes at Roll 88. Credits. You can't do it. You just die. <laughs> Yeah, he's got he's got so, a pitchfork sticking through his chest. Yes, same with the, the it's a terror, goddamn barn. The terrorist crash, like they just crash into like I think like a newsstand and just like stop a bus stop or dead in their yeah. tracks. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's gonna get to work. Oh no, oh, there's no, dead Libyans everywhere. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, also I I don't think a bulletproof vest can stop machine gun fire unless Doc invented something like no. They unloaded so much yeah, like, machine gun. Right, like Marty's right note was like, him. they're going to shoot you. He didn't say with what. So he's like, oh, shit, when he pulls out that machine gun. <laughs> yeah, he thinks they have like okay, muskets. They're talking yeah. at- <laughs> <laughs> Automatic machine talking gun? talking at the end. I saw this movie so young, I was confused at the end, and I'm like, okay, because Doc's still wearing his mm-hmm. rubber gloves, and then he opens up um, the chest, and he doesn't say anything to Marty for a second. He just kind of looks at him bewildered. I'm like, oh, my God. I saw this movie so he's a young. robot. Like, Doc. Doc Brown's a robot? <laughs> it took me a while to understand that uh, it was a bulletproof vest. And he <laughs> but as a kid, I'm like, Doc became a robot? Cause he doesn't say anything for like... I think he does say bulletproof Yeah, vest. I think it's implied. He I think he says it right yeah. after. I figured... No, no, Doc... Uh, Marty oh, yeah, does, yeah, but Doc yes. doesn't. Doc just kind of looks at him like data, like computing, computing. <laughs> I, I don't know. We're all confused, right? I have a pretty big animosity, and I get that we have... Back to the Future, we know about paradoxes, we know about time things, but Marty is such a flagrant asshole of following his parents around and trying to interact with him. Like, never crossed his mind that that could be bad at all. Oh. Like, granted, I've seen so many time travel um, movies because of this, but I think the biggest thing with this is no, I'm just saying the biggest thing to me is how would they not remember that. They met somebody that's exactly the producer like did say, think about this, though, 30 years ago, that one transfer kid that was in school less than a week and only went to like one day of classes. Yeah, but that guy that um, made us get to know each other, and he, I don't know. I just think they would remember him since it was. It such does a seem like he a little something more. I think once the dad t- spent a whole week with him and. Sh- OK, I think when oh, the time re- it like this. resets, I think. Everything that they just washes 
They wouldn't remember it's just that. Just back to normal. It's just that's how it. And went. if anything, wouldn't they name him Calvin Klein? Probably. It's that's true. It wouldn't be Marty. They should have just. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> that would have been fun. It's like, oh my god, this is great. My new life is awesome. I've got that sweet Toyota. But his name's like I don't know. Calvin Klein Cal- McFly. Yeah, Calvin. It'd be Calvin <laughs> Klein. Calvin Klein McFly. It's like, oh, that sucks. That's a bummer, but I guess I got to deal with but it. But just again, just Marty's not trying to speak the lingo play long. Like he realized as soon as he realizes, like in the center town, that he's like in a twilight zone. Like try to blend in. Like make a plan. I I do have a question. I and I and I did watch for it on this. So he really doesn't. Does does he actually go to school and take classes? For no, a week? that's the whole thing. He goes for like a day and he goes like lunch and he like he follows his parents around, but he's not like going to class. Well, Doc was there too. Just an old crazy man was in the school. It's the fifties. That's fine. And he was much younger back then. He was he's in his forties. Wouldn't it in general just his interaction then with Doc really fuck everything him. up? Well, Jordan, yeah, and that's why we have a second and a third movie. Yeah, yeah, right. a lot of problems. Problems. Yeah. problems and I, I know this happens in the other ones. I, <sighs> You got to play sports bet or something, don't you? I mean, what do we do? <laughs> sports almanac kind of thing. Well, I guess he does it with the song, the music, but like record that music and then uh, yeah, like maybe do something with that. Um, I, I do just want to make a preference. I love this movie. I miss movies like this. I I, I miss like oh, fun, love family friendly, just wacky movies. But we're just gonna make fun of it because that's what the podcast uh, is, right? Shout out to her sister Megan. I think it's her favorite movie. I don't know if it's. This I think one she's or a two one three. Two, maybe. Maybe. Do you guys go? Oh, I was just gonna ask. I'm a one two three. I'm a, yeah, I'm I mean, a two one three. One, two, I can three. see why it could be one two three because one's a classic and can be a standalone. But I love the future parts. You never would be a three two one. No, would I you? actually really don't like three that much. I, I've yeah. never been a western um, guy. I I like three. It's not bad. I like silly westerns. Not my thing as much, but I still like it. I like them all. Uh, comment. Not quite an animosity, but that board that Marty is skating on in the fifties. The wheels would never operate like that. Like he would hit no. the smallest thing and fly off it. A, a small pebble. Yeah, it, yeah, the wheels just are not meant to be to be ridden like that for that thing. Um, I do have a, a little animosity there. I believe that two of Biff's friends would have been dead, <laughs> buried under that pile of shit where you can't even see him anymore. Suffocated under that big old pile. Next of day shit. at school, did you hear That's that those twenty-year-olds that Biff hangs out with suffocated in a pile of shit in the town square yesterday? <laughs> Um, here's an animosity. Had this as a kid, still do. People didn't say butthead that much in the 50s. I don't think they said it at all. Butthead's well, pretty I, funny, though, I don't right? know that to be true Funny or not. word. Not kidding. I looked it up. It didn't become prominent until the, uh, like, 80s. Oh, well, then that makes sense. That's why it's there. It may like have you, derived from calling someone a butterhead, like... Butter butterface? Butterface. No, that's something different. Mm. You could call me, like, a, a, like a, a cocksucker dickhead, like, but butthead, like, that hurts. <laughs> That hurts. That hurts deeper than like you fucking idiot, you butthead. Like yeah, that hurts. Hey butthead. I just want comment in an animosity. Just again to put this in kind of perspective, Marty uh, messed up so bad by being flagrant in the beginning that he almost erased his siblings and caused his mother to be raped in a parking lot by the school bully instead of almost, almost very close. Almost. It seemed instead of just having like an awkward marriage with George McFly. Not too bad. Well, then they just include Biff at the end. Like they, after all that happened, Lorraine just inc- like is including you. W- is letting this so, happen? So she didn't yeah, forget, I don't that think. guy around still all the time. Lingering. Yeah. yeah. No. That that's weird. Um, I I do I do want to say for all the progression that our society has, this was no problems in the eighties. Um, there was like almost a rape, but on top of that, there was incest, and we were just like, yeah, it's a family. I think movie. it's always kind of been a jo- joke that there's so much almost mom boning in this movie, though. Yeah, but nobody nobody brings up enough that like nobody nobody brings up enough that like 
Biff really was about to. Yeah, it, it got dark a couple times. <laughs> Let's all right, switch, switching gears here. Crispin Glover's laugh at the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is he eating peanut brittle? Does he pull yeah, just a, a whole, whole bowl of peanut oh, brittle? Awesome. Yeah, he pulled the whole bag into a bowl. You could just eat it out of the bag. I don't even remember that that scene all that well. I was kind of forgot that the mom's just down in vodka. Yeah, she's an alcoholic. Completely yeah. forgot that. Well, uh, future Biff uh, world's very similar. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll give you one up. So we we we've got the once we get back and we've changed the future. Now his family's successful, right? Mm-hmm. But why do his siblings still live at home then? Yeah, that's weird. If he's like a lawyer going to the office and maybe they the just sister, have breakfast as a family, Jordan. They're close. They're the McFlies. I guess it might have been. No, he's going to work. Yeah, it they're wasn't all even there. the weekend. It was like the weekday. What's that all about? Maybe he's just like a. No. We're saving money. Yeah, Come saving on. money. I don't know. We can all agree Biff is a bad guy, but do you kind of like the the like whipped down Biff? Kind like, of. <laughs> like he's a little fun, even though he's a bad guy. He's a bad, bad guy. Uh, just comment. How kind of terrifying would it have been for all those kids in the 50s? It would have ruined them if Marty McFly failed and just disappeared on stage in front of all of them at their dance. <laughs> oh, he was starting oh to. Like, yeah. Like Someone it was clo- Mc- Calvin yeah, Tan is a... Uh, Calvin Tan is just gone. But imagine oh, if he scene, just disappeared, scene, oh. the guitar drops, everyone yeah. screams. Oh, and that would have sucked for that one guy whose guitar it was. Not true. Like, oh, man. He already sliced my hand. Crazy, but he broke my guitar. It also, animosity. George is a loser. Just because he punched Biff in the parking lot, people would not immediately be like, you should run for class president. Have you ever thought of blah, blah, blah? He's still George McFly. It's one of my bigger animosities of the movie is that there's no way Lorraine is falling for George. I mean, after seeing after seeing Calvin Klein with the guitar at the dance, like she's she's chasing Calvin Klein down until he, yeah, I don't know, after disappears. the piece. Well, well, if you forget though, the music's very strange, and they aren't fans of it. It starts nice, but it turns out he's kind of weird. So maybe she's dodging a bullet. So, but like, it, it, they're saying that Chuck Berry heard that song from Marty, but Chuck Berry would have written the song anyway. Like or they're Slayer. saying Chuck Berry would have stolen stole anything the song the from his cousin. Yeah, <laughs> he no stole the song. What he heard, he did stole the song. <laughs> also, hell of a hell of a phone call. Yeah, life changing. I'm 40 feet from stage. You can hear that. He's like, "What is that? Let me write this down." Um, this is not the worst, but it's pretty close to up there for definitely. That's not Michael J. Fox singing. singing. Yeah, but it is it's, his it's, hands mock playing. So, did one he, of my did actually he as a song? kid, I learned that. Part. I love that scene. Yeah, I did. Too. And Cameron, we're, we're like clearly just because we we play guitar and, and whatever, we notice those little things now, especially with scenes like that. But like, I don't know. To he, the, he learned to the part. The, He's playing it accurately. To somebody who doesn't know it, like they're not going to notice a thing. So I've always had this as one of my bigger animosities for the movie. Why couldn't we just get a long cable so that the car could just drive eighty eight instead of trying to hit that pole? Like. Just get an extra like 200 yards. I've got an answer for you. Sure, sure. Tangles? Just... Do, do, well, that and Doc didn't even put enough slack on the one that goes straight up to the clock tower. It got, so it's a lack of cable. Tr- it's just a cable It's lack of cable. He didn't okay. even put enough slack on that one. So That makes sense, I guess. It's just always bothered me that we couldn't just plug in, have a bunch spooled up, take off, let it unwind, and then just, you know, when it happens, it happens. Again, he crashes into the theater at 88, by the way, in present day. But <laughs> yeah, bringing that yeah. back up. A big, another big animosity when Marty's like, wait, I'm in a time machine. I can go back and save Doc with 10 oh. extra minutes. Go back you the whole day. Give your... Get a sandwich. Take a shower. Go two days. Try the... to get mm-hmm. busy yeah. with Jennifer a little bit. I don't yeah, know. Maybe take a week off. Like, you'll go to school. You'll sleep in your garage or something. Yeah, just like yeah. take it easy. 
What's the jet lag on that? Because he did a whole week and he just did a dance and he just almost disappeared. Well, it definitely takes that time off your life. He lived that time. So, you know. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if he goes back too far, the slacker things comes up again. Maybe he forgets. Maybe he. Yeah, I don't that's know. True. Why would you go to school? You're already going to school. There's already a copy. Doesn't, of you don't have to be a, a, to go to school just to be a slacker. Look at George. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I think you're confusing slacker for chill as fuck. I'm chill guy. I'm chill cool guy. Um, what do you love about this movie? What what what's the best thing? Is it DeLorean's number one? Is it the chemistry? It's the what, what it's the eighties it? vibe. It's the aesthetic of like the old stuff in the fifties too, like the under the sea dance. It, it's also the song. It's everything about it. It's the pop culture significance. It's just such a big movie, you know, and it's franchise. I don't think that we remember a time the three of us when this wasn't like an iconic. Yeah, movie. I was born in ninety. Yeah, I mean, I was born right a year after. after this, but by the time you know, this was already. You know, this was a shit. Uh, also, comment, the lightning would kill Doc in the 50s when he puts the cable back in. Marty's going to yeah. get back to the future, yeah. and Doc It's 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah, you can't survive that. Oh, Luckily, he doesn't have to worry about the Libya. Oh, wait, if he died there, then what happens to Marty? He just kind of disappears? No, nah, he goes to the future, and everything. maybe the car just disappears. He just appears in bed like it was a bad dream. Like, oh, cool. Also, he's going to get to the future and he's like, what do you mean Doc was arrested in 1950 for a failed weather experiment that blew up the clock (laughs) tower and like caused a lightning storm to form out of nowhere and immediately disappear? As soon as Marty like strikes, no more thunderstorm. It's gone. Yeah, it stopped right away. The thunderstorm went with him. He absorbed the power of the lightning and zipped into the movie theater. That was it. Not a a great look for Doc. Yeah, in the eyes of the town. Ruined the crazy scientist ruins the clock tower. I don't think he was yet considered yeah, a crazy something scientist to do with it. then yet. No, know? no, but I mean, he is by the time Marty's there because it's <laughs> crazy stoner. This is something, something. I, I, I honestly may not have picked up to this time. Mm. I didn't realize that when the police comes up to Doc, he's like, do you have a permit for that? He's like, of course I do. He and he's paying him off. Him. Yep. <laughs> hey, I, never, I, don't, I don't think I ever noticed that at all. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, he's I like, yeah, of course I do. I'm know. like, there's no way that Doc has a he didn't a permit. And then he like reaches into his pocket and he's like pulling out like twenties or something. I thought it was just off screen. Yeah, interesting. You know what? People aren't gonna... peeping. Tom's showed up way more in TV shows. This is the second time cartoons. you're hard defending peeping Tom. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not defending. I just like forget that it was so. F- it, it wasn't even that big of a deal. It's like you... he wasn't. Well, now they're just called sexual. They're just, there's a different Jordan name for it. Yeah, hilarious. I know. It's not so Times playful. I know. I just want to let people know this is what we grew up in. They're like, ah, look at that peeping Tom. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get what you're saying. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not for it. <laughs> is that the second not point? Against it. <laughs> my second point is to outline the first point. Um. <laughs> oh, my second point was I can't believe out of all the people to recast, they let Crispin Glover act through this whole fucking movie. It, it, is so goddamn weird and i don't know if his character needs to be it works because whatever but it shouldn't because it sucks it is shocking learning that he couldn't even vocalize on set and had to dub it in but as we'll see in back to the future too though it makes sense why maybe he doesn't make it onto the rest of the movies Jordan, so. yeah we're good we we've had enough um but i don't think it's because of zach i think it's just because he was such a nutcase off of you know behind the scenes i think, I think they so were well. okay with his acting let's move it on to uh recasting Recasting. It's a trilogy, so we're gonna give you this three times in a row. So we're gonna, you know, go quick. So this could be interesting. I kind of like this. Uh, We're keeping it pretty tight. So what we're gonna do is 
in this one, we're going to do a recasting, but we're going to do a complete new one in the next two and three. Uh, let's like start with uh, Jennifer. Did you guys have Jennifer? She will be more prevalent in the next one, so it's fine if you didn't. Yeah, but and like in the next one, I'm going to recast her. So I am starting with Molly Ringwald. Throw somebody in from the 80s and I, let it I ride. I thought about it. I'm actually cool with that. I'm doing Winona Ryder. Ooh, that's good. She'll bring some fun to it. Mark, did you have one? Uh, Danica McKellar, uh, Winnie Cooper. Oh, okay. Obviously an yeah, older yes. Winnie Cooper, but yeah. Uh, who'd you guys have for Biff? I really like mine. Can I go, go, can I go yeah. first? Because I, I do like mine. Gary Busey. Okay. <laughs> now, oh. he, you got to picture him young, and he did act young before he's completely off the register. Yeah, old I know Gary what you Busey. mean. Young Gary Busey yeah. okay. works. I did Brendan Fraser. Oh, I Just totally someone playing that. a meathead bully kind of. I, I think he'd be perfect at it. Definitely a good body Cameron, type for it. Body type. Yeah, I did Brendan Fraser too. Ah, oh, perfect. Ah, I, oh, I, I like that one a lot. I think he'd. Kill I can it. see. I can see him. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit of a look. What like just mannerisms he could. He, he could play good, that asshole. Yeah, like, he has good mean doofus asshole vibe. Yeah. Uh, plus, plus, most importantly, he says butthead. Butthead. <laughs> he definitely does. <laughs> he'd kill it. And and I think he'd really like wear that gray wool. Bit oh yeah, I think he'd wear the attire great. Well. Uh, who'd you have anyway, for Gary Busey? Was okay too. I liked pretty, it. Pretty I can good. kind of see with that buzz, t- but like bo- uh, both both Gary it. Busey and Brendan Fraser um, could pull that like sort of high and tight hair. Yeah, it's off his too. look from Blast in the Past, essentially, just as yeah, a bully. That's exact. That's what I'm thinking of then. Yeah. Uh, who'd you have okay. for George? So I'll go first because I really had a tough time doing with this. So I did, I did too. Rob I did too. Lowe based off the weird energy that I get for Chris Glover. Okay. Now I know he's, he's way too, too good, good looking, looking. Yeah, but I. But take that energy is what I'm going I with. Crispin Glover energy, like like young Crispin Glover, isn't that bad looking with that? Like he gets weirder looking as he gets older. He's not yeah. an. He's not a. He's a handsome no, guy. I but think. he's not like Rob Lowe looks. Correct. is what I'm Correct. saying. So that's that's the problem. Hear me out. I think I have one that you're gonna like. Justin Long, much funnier performance. Oh, I could see that. Dude, that's fucking great. Dodgeball, uh, uh, Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers. Creepers, you know, a bunch of stuff. Gorgeous. You guys seen, you guys seen Barbarian? Yep. Oh, yeah, he's in that too. No, I haven't. Walking yet. Wild. Is he in that? Anyways, yeah. He's good. Check it out. Um, he's in a sneaky amount of horror movies, mm-hmm. right? Kind of. I did, um, okay. fuck. I, got, I have three here, so I guess I'm going to save them. Um, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> okay. I, I, I kind of like, like that. that. Yeah. I don't know. So. Your Judge Reinhold will go into. Damn it! I should have done it. Okay, that's <laughs> Judge good. Reinhold damn, for me could also good. just randomly be any of Biff's Goonies. Probably the Billy Zane one for some reason, though. Sure, but, you know whatever. Uh, who about? How? What about Lorraine? I like mine, Amy Adams. I, oh, Amy Adams wrote. I, nice. I dude, I thought of that earlier. I'm like, I always try to go for more of the period, at least the of decade. That time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I did a uh, Jennifer Grey. Okay, that could work. Oh, I definitely thought about throwing her in somewhere. I just didn't. I'm cool with that. I... All right, but uh, what do you have for Doc? I don't know how you guys will feel about it. Jim Carrey. I get it. Him Almost now, like though, now is toned down Carrey, enough though. that it could be... Almost now Jim Carrey, Yeah, because, right? like, like... Yeah, yeah, you'd want like, now Jim Carrey. Him in, like, series of unfortunate events, that was toned down enough and good to be, like, that kind of Doc, you know? Eccentric That's pretty, sure. like... The only question I have is, can it not be Jim Carrey? I don't know. I know he can act, but does, is it too much? I don't hate it. It'd be a less version of himself for sure. Tone down. So mine might be too on the nose, but I mean Christopher Walken, right? I thought about it. Very blast from the past type. Christopher. Uh, I thought. I didn't about even it. think of him. I don't know why I didn't even think of him. Wow, that's probably that's probably the winner. I did Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn, the Princess Bride. Oh, unconceivable. <laughs> 
That one's I don't fun. know, some sort of goofy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I kind sort of like that. Uh, for Marty, uh, I actually have three here. So for my first one, uh, I'm going Robert Downey Jr. He's small. He's ooh. funny. He's cheeky. I, think, I can't imagine him that young. I, for some reason, when I hear that name, I'm just always like, like child actor. Well, teen actor. Well, yeah, child actor. I'll go my. I'll go my first one, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got an ace in the hole, it looks like because he's he's no, you're waiting. You're no, I I. Oh no, I'm just. I mine's bad actually. I was having a lot of trouble. Um, I want Scott uh, Wang, Wanger. Scott. He is. Um, you about to say Scott. Full Wanger. House. He's the voice from Aladdin. Oh, oh Steve! You did Steve. Yeah. Steve, I'm cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, he's lead character. <laughs> uh, he's got like a uh, sort of that like I was looking for a voice too. Yeah, it's kind of a goofy. You know, but yeah, the voice has to do with it. Uh, mine's kind of, all right. I went um before Lord of the Rings. Uh, oh wow! Oh, I, I didn't even before write Lord of the Rings. Vigo Mortensen, oh. Elijah. Elijah Woods. Elijah Woods. I did Elijah Woods before he ah. donned that weird Lord of the Rings accent, but because he was a little punky that kid, could, and yeah, a lot that could kind of work. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And he he was like, I I will put him in a teenage body, but I'm taking Huck Finn type. Okay, you know, a little little sprout. That's a little, a little young. Spruce, not little. high school. No, no, but I'm saying that that sentiment, okay. but with like, it's not my best one. I was having a lot. Of, a lot well, of that's trouble. fine. Because stay tuned, because we're gonna bring this at you next week with a whole new list. So. Stay tuned, but we're going to move it on to Mount Rushmore, top four. Mount Rushmore, top four. Welcome back to Mount Rushmore. This week, we're doing our favorite time travel movies. Mark's going to go first. It's going to be Mark, me, Jordan. Mark, what you got? I'm looking at my big list here. I have quite hmm. the list. It's deep hard. list. It's, it's a, a deep, deep list. list. <laughs> I'm just gonna go to the one that I've seen recently, and I still think it plays really well in this category. Okay. Watch it over Christmas. Uh, it is uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban. Harry I was Potter wondering 3. if who would throw a Harry I'm Potter. I'm so happy somebody said that. Yeah, I think it's. I, didn't I think want it's it to worth. Go away. I didn't want it to be off the list. I think it's worth to be on Mount Rushmore. Maybe. I would agree. Maybe, I would agree. Maybe I'm watching. Happy you put I don't it know. And some people Especially might. Especially for the three of us. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. such a big plot point. Yeah. I uh, can't be wrong with that. What I, what I love about that plot point in Harry Potter, it's not deep time travel. It's immediate, same time, like same True. time, same time, time travel. That's <laughs> right. kind of fun. Yes. Kind of fun. That's different take on it. Uh, for mine, I'm going to keep it around the same time as uh, Back to the Future. I'm doing Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, specifically the first I'm glad one. You said That's it. a big um, one. That was a huge one. I watched it all the time as a kid too. So I mean, it's, it's I know I could have gotten Prisoner of Azkaban on uh, like whatever honorable mentions, but I just uh, that's, that's my one. I get it. I get Bill it. Bill and Ted's is good. So we're we're about to, you can't go wrong with that. We're in such the like adventure weird time zone of movies here. Bill and Ted's. You've got this to some extent. Ghostbusters has got the same gadgets. Again, I said, honey, I shrunk the kid. We're in this really science entertainment. True, thing. Jordan. What do you got? Okay, so this one's probably going to be unpopular, but I just love the movie so much, so I'm going to say it because it's one of my favorite movies. I know it's a disgraced director, but Midnight in I Paris is one of my favorite time. <laughs> I love that movie so much, I and I don't it. give a Midnight shit. Midnight in Paris is, is a sneaky time That's travel not movie. even on my big board, and I, I, I love that movie. It's such a good time travel movie, and it plays to like... I feel like anytime somebody thinks, oh, what would it be like to go to you know this time I want? It's this weird nostalgia that grips I think Bill and, Tell, Bill and Ted nailed that. Uh, with that, yeah. let's move on to our honorable mentions. 
Uh, for a kid, for a kid title, do you guys remember a kid and kid Arth- King Arthur's Court? Sure yeah. do. Oh, yeah. People confuse oh, yeah. that as a baseball movie. <laughs> sure, they sure because of the, the cover. cover. It is not. A, it's not a baseball movie. Uh, I mean, I feel like. I mean, it, what do we think about things like uh, the Terminator? I mean, they're traveling into our time, but it's not like. I don't know. I I kind of I Terminator Two for sure is well. I guess all yeah, of them. All I thought about it. Yeah. It is sort of a time travel movie because the Terminator's traveling, but it is too Time art. travel exists within it. Well, the, yeah, right. So I'm it's a, like inter, Interstellar is just you being out in space at, in a different... There's time travel. Like, yeah, I thought about that too. There that is, count? but it's like... I'm not, I'm not going back I feel back like we got to gotta take Christopher Nolan and put him on like a whole... It's like, it's time manipulation. I mean, let's take him that, with Tenet, Tenet, Tenet definitely... Be, Tenet deserves on the list, but I don't understand why. <sighs> I'd like to believe that Tenet does, but I'm not sure yet. I've got to rewatch <laughs> okay, it. Okay, so let me take off Interstellar, Looper. Me, uh, <laughs> another childhood one for you. Looper, Looper can work. I thought about right? Looper. Looper works. Makes sense. I think so, because um, I do like it. I'm going to throw Hot Tub Time Machine out there. It's fun. Little, I love Hot little Tub rock. Time Machine. Hold yeah, on, Jordan. Hot list. Tub what? Time. Hot Tub Time Machine. There yeah, you go. I mean, there it's you in go. The title. To the title. It definitely helps when it is in there. Obviously, the Time Machine, uh, just any adaptation based off the book, deserves probably on there. I watched this one recently. Time Traveler's um, Wife? I know you did. No, it's it's based <laughs> in Chicago, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Source Code. Oh, Source oh, Code's I, good. That, I wasn't sure if that counted. He's definitely reliving the same day. That's got like a... Yeah. It's time if you, travel. It's kind of Groundhog consider, Day. Yeah. It's Groundhog Day, I think, right? Which maybe that is time but travel. But they're forcing it, him to go... Yeah, I don't know what that... that yeah, I think it deserves close. on there, maybe. But that is a good movie. Uh, just... All three of Austin Powers, at some point, deal with being in a time. Maybe not the first one as much, but two no, and three. No, the first one doesn't, I don't two think. And two and three are time travel. Well, Nick's two off there, because that one's garbage. Well, three's good. Three, three, yeah, three's fine. We make it come What's back. the Rachel McAdams one? Where it's the dad, like they go back to the beach and there's the. Oh, that one's good. What's about time. Ta- about time. About yep. time. Oh, yeah. About time, yeah. Father-son story. Confusing. Not a romantic movie, but a good movie. Good movie, movie minus all the romantic parts. Uh, heartwarming Disney. Uh, and so, fun time travel concept. True. Heartwarming Disney movie, Meet the Robinsons, Pixar from a few years back. Check that one out. Oh, that that one made me... Might, made, they all do, Mark. They're good. They're, they're good at what they do there. <laughs> I'm crying right now. Uh, what else you guys got? Um, I'm running lower on my list. I brought this up on What You Watching, I think, like a couple months ago, but Palm Springs with uh, Andy Samberg. Yeah, another... You guys should watch that movie. It's really... That's good. Oh, it's good. check it out. It's uh, it's another kind of Groundhog Day type movie, essentially. Yeah, it's and the same day. It. Yep, it's good. Uh, shout out to my childhood, Flight of the Navigator. He leaps to the future, then goes back to his own time. Oh yeah, that is a time travel mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, shout Sarah out to Jessica that. Parker, that could be Twisted a re- Sister. Yeah. Who are they? Who is she? Remember? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, is Inception uh, Army of Darkness? Go back and check our episode of that. Bruce Campbell travels to the past to fight demons. Oh, is that the second one or third? Third. third. Oh, so I know this showed up on list, and I actually think I I will make an announcement for the podcast. We will redo Donnie Darko sometime. If you want, it's up to you. I I just want to. I'm surprised you brought it up. To be honest, no, no. I this is not for me. I just understand that time (laughs) travel may be included in there. If 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 that's what you think, who fucking knows in that movie? And we're gonna redo it because we did it early on. But I want you to know, I still feel the exact same goddamn way. Not a fan. Oh, how did we miss this? The Black Cauldron. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's no time travel. There's no time travel in the all, Black Cauldron. All, no. Could be. I'm sorry. Could be. No, I just wanted to bring it up again. Because we all thought there's there's time travel in Excalibur. Now, here's a movie that I'm like, is there time travel? There's not. But I'm going to say Blast from the Past is as a, a, a lateral move. I think it's not dying, but huck, tuck everlasting. That might just be an immortal situation. Uh, there are some lateral ones, like big. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah some, it's, it's, it's more like it's more like body switching movies, I guess. But it's a it's a fun category. I actually think our top is a fun is category. Good. Well, I really like that. And and obviously, this doesn't always happen when we make a Mount Rushmore, but Back to the Future is like for, for sure number one. legitimately on. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it it's probably it my number one. Look at every list, dude. It's it's it's, it's, it's on one. there. Usually, the image they show for the list is the DeLorean. Well, thanks for listening to our take on Back to the Future. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on social media at Cult Classics Podcast. Uh, if you want more content out there, check out the Whole Majestic Jam Network, I'm Not Crazy, Urban Hermit, the Highwire Podcast. And we'll check you on the next one for Back to the Future 2. Because where we're going, we don't need roads. Bye, bye, bye.